This is a HeadGum Original. <clears throat> if debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I've never started out by saying this, but this whole show is going to be does. What's that? Does mean? There we go. Yeah. Everybody, Um, sorry, Marika. Sorry, Marty. Uh, no YouTube ad revenue, which I did historically think was negligible, and Marika said it's not. So it's at least a couple hundred dollars an episode, uh, and that's down the drain because I just use copyrighted music. We've got Joel Dunoff returning to the show, arguably for too often, your guest. Uh, Ali Khan, always a, a joy. And we've got Dane Cardiel on the show for the first time in a year. Here's the thing. Dane being upstate makes me forget that he's an option, right? And then somebody tweeted at Dane and said, when are you going to be on the HeadGum Podcast? And Dane expressed enthusiasm for being here. And I always want people who, you know, it's not pulling teeth to get them on the show. So we've got Dane on the show. This episode comes out tomorrow. So yeah. what you, what's that? Oh, I said, hell yeah. Just oh, hell an yeah. affirmative. Yes. <laughs> Love that. Almost a live uh, show. What's that? Almost a can live we show. Just, can, this is, you know what? I, I, maybe this show should be one of those podcasts where it's like, oh, guests don't talk until I introduce you. You introduced we, us. Already. But you did introduce us. Really? <laughs> Uh, Ali, what's too much money to spend on a necklace? I guess it's all relative on based on your bank account. I... Okay, percentage-wise. So let's say you make $70,000 a year. How much of that should be? What's that? I said, okay. How much do you make? I can't tell ask. You. you can't tell me. I feel like, and Dan, you can speak to this, is like employee solidarity. Like, let's fucking talk about this stuff. Because I got to raise two years, or... Yeah, almost two years ago, a year and a half ago. And it was because of Dane. Because Dane sat me down. He said, look, this is what you could be making. Because producers at iHeartRadio make this much. You can use that stat. I should bleep all this out, huh? Because you told me also not to tell anybody that you told me that. No, no, no. We can talk about this. Again, employers holidays. I think it's good to talk about these things. Absolutely. And I think you actually negotiated below what I recommended. (laughs) I did. Because I couldn't go from what I was making to what you said I should make. Because that's like an over 200% increase. But now uh, you're a CBS showcase. You got a lot of things going for you. They barely you know, paid us like, anything, and I had to work for four months straight. But it looks good. <laughs> it looks great. To, yeah, you it looks great. That. Joel, you, gotta, you make what? One hundred ten thousand uh, dollars. Jeff, also your raise was before inflation. You have to think about that too. Like, I'm really? but oh, so you're encouraging me to ask for another raise? I just feel like I'm uh, on thin ice. Every year it should be at least like three percent, three to five percent. But with inflation, okay. you're probably, you know, justified asking for a ten percent raise, well, at least. Maybe next year. I feel like you have to ask around the end of the year. 
Um, yeah, for most people, it's every year, and for you, it's every three and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's that times one point oh three? Yeah, it's not worth. That's a dollar an hour. It's not worth but it. To answer your question, I personally, I wouldn't spend more than a hundred dollars on a necklace. It's a lot. <gasps> that's crazy. Well, and that, that's the necklace around. I think I spent eighty dollars on a bracelet once. Do you love for it? For as a gift. <laughs> for myself. It was an Elu thing, like one of those Harry Styles Johns. Uh, and I'm using the word John because we got Joel in the house. You, you, stay. I'll, I'll thumbs up it. Thumbs up it, yeah. Um, we've got a lot to get to, um, but I want to take our time with it. I want to you know, ease into it. I want there to be a texture to this episode. Dane came into the Zoom. He said, "I'm. Uh, what did you say? You're in high spirits today. Nothing could break your spirit. Yeah, I feel great. Let's put it in a great week. Yeah, (laughs) let's see what if we can break Dane on this episode. Um, What's what are you guys is yeah? What are you guys is like? Not New Year's resolutions, but intentions for the new year. Like in a word or maybe more. Well, the tweet that I I, I sent out was just about like uh, how good this year feels in the conversations that I'm having. Like people are like. Really, you know, work stuff is important, but, you know, we're not just work. What's like personal well-being, friends and family, side projects. I feel like there's a lot of good energy toward like that balance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree. Intention. I think it has a good uh, it has a good energy. Your intention is to find that work-life balance and foster your hobbies then? No, I have a pretty good work-life balance. I feel like I can like operate at like 70% in my in my role which is like which actually is difficult to do i think for a lot of people like a lot of people that i know are like i'm fucking exhausted by my job and i'm like yeah but i also hear you talking about it like and thinking about it all the time like 10 p.m you've been off work for four hours like uh, i responded to your slack message for this thing at one o'clock in the morning my time (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true i was um i was a little drunk (laughs) because it's kind of been a fun week for me but uh, Joel, uh, what are your what are your intentions? Is it is it mostly sexual, or is it uh, you know more about work, or is it more about play? Obviously, there's a lot of sexual stuff to get to in the next eleven and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's been a little crazy. Obviously, starting the year off right sexually, but I'm <laughs> figure out what to pack my Argentina trip. My apartment. Yes, you're going to Argentina for a month. Tomorrow night, so a lot going on. Um. Obviously, was happy to make the time for this, but there's, you know, a, a, a lot of packing, a lot of purchasing, a lot of setting up, all that sort of stuff. Any dates before Argentina? <laughs> In the next 48 hours, no, but oh. I mean, hey, we're hosting a party, so who knows what could happen. Who's we? Your roommates? Yes. Oh, yeah, you have a going away party. I did hear that. And I was like, how how long... Is he going to be gone for? Because I was like, if you're gone for like 10 days or less, like you're an asshole for doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's a weekend. It's a weekend trip. You asshole. <laughs> no, it's for a month, right? It's for a month. But then also it's my roommate's birthday. And then also our... Even more role. of an asshole to encroach on <laughs> <Yeah>. their birthday. <laughs> it's their it's birthday and now suddenly party. Joel's going away, John? I mean, to be, yeah, to be clear, it's Joel's going away, John, and also Simone's birthday that weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> okay. All right. And then our debatable third roommate, meaning the person who's subletting my room, uh, or debatable fourth roommate, 
my friend Anisha, who's subletting our room, is dropping a new song tomorrow, too. So release party, perhaps? You got to have whiter friends. <laughs> Go on. I'm just saying, like, you got to have, like, like, where are the Shans? <laughs> Damn, damn. That would have made a mere laugh. <laughs> that would have made a mere laugh. I think everyone here is a little too socially informed, uh, myself included, which is why I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Allie, intentions yeah. for the new year. What do you got? Uh, my New Year's resolutions are always really small and achievable. And uh, like last year, it was to uh, make to actually start washing my face every night before I went to bed. I was pretty lax. Mm -hmm. This year, my goal is to finally nail down. It's all, I guess it's all skincare related. I want to finally have a regimen. Can I pass you? Um, Joel, shut the fuck up for a second. Can I pitch no, mine, mine's important, actually. Um, All right. Allie, I screenshotted your Instagram story of your New Year's resolutions. Illegal. Because, oh because I wanted to go back to it because I liked it. My ins and outs? <sighs> okay, that's really nice. Your ins I, and outs were really good. Thank you. They were very good. Thank you. I, you I know, only screenshot I, the ins. I thought about it yesterday because I did leave the house after a really long time. And I thought, oh, that was one of my things. I just That was my only goal. Just leave the house once a day. That's fine. Especially oh. I'm also, it's it's really hard to get me to go anywhere. I'm not, I'm not like it. I'm not an easy hang. <laughs> <laughs> That's really rude to yourself. I think. I think you're a, a joyful hang. You mean easy to nail down? Not yeah. I'm not easy oh, to. Nail down. Okay. I'm not like yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm an easy conversationalist, but I'm not. It's not easy to get me to leave the house, and I'm trying to be better about that. Maybe that's another one, along with my regimen. Cerave, right? Yeah. Cleanse the bish. Moisturizer, easy. Mm -hmm. Little under eye cream if you're like me with a little bit of bags. Top it all off with a vitamin C serum. That's all you need. That is all you need. You're missing a critical piece here. Joy. Sunscreen. Sunscreen. Yeah, you're supposed to do that. I don't know. I'm brown. Hot take. I kind of like eye bags. <gasps> I think they're <laughs> I think they're Thank you, Pete Davidson. Thank yeah. you, Machine Gun Kelly. Now I can take the sunglasses off. Yeah, if you look tired, I'll probably think you're more attractive. First That's time all huge year. for me. First That's time all huge. year you've taken the sunglasses off, right, Jeff? Because I've been crying. Because yeah. I've been depressed as shit, right? Oh, well, it's only helping the overall cause, your attractiveness. Yeah. Um, we have to move on. I think it'd be fun to actually dive into those ins and outs because, Allie, they were very good. And I know that not I, a lot of people, but not everyone who watches this, this show follows you on Instagram. So I think we should dive into that after the ad break. But uh, let's keep it going with everybody's... <laughs> I don't know. We're in this limbo where it feels sorry, limbond where it feels like we all know it's going to be Aaron Taylor Johnson. So I don't want to be an idiot and not say him. Uh, I also learned something about him today, which is that when he was 18 years old, he started dating a 42 year old. So yes. I don't know. I think that that's not cool. Maybe that's like one of those age gaps. That's like maybe he was groomed a little bit because also that was his boss on this film. Um, 
because I saw on Twitter that like there's these rumors that he and Joey King had an affair, which I think are not true. But everybody's just kind of like, cheating's bad unless you're <laughs> dating someone 20 years your senior. Um, so yeah, that's my bond of the week is Aaron Taylor Johnson, but maybe a single Aaron Aaron Taylor Johnson. Maybe once he's bond, he'll kind of regain that childhood whimsy uh, that he lost when he started dating Sam. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go with Reeve Carney. Who? I love Reeve Carney. I yeah. I was being made fun of by Marika and others for not knowing who the actors of any of the Spider-Mans were. Uh and then Who the hell is this? I was like, oh, well, I really liked Reeve Carney when I saw that in seventh grade. And Marika's like, oh, you haven't seen the Spider-Man movie, but you saw the Broadway show in seventh grade. Was like, <laughs> he was also one of the leads in uh, Town. Yeah, sorry. I do, it's not, a, it's I do a, not know this face. And you know what? When I saw House of Gucci in theater, he made a brief cameo. And there was one person sitting behind me who gasped and then went, oh, is that Reeve Carney? And I was like, I have one other person in this movie theater that I could talk about this with. That's very funny. <laughs> He's hot. Dane? Um, <laughs> I would go with any member of Boy Genius. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. David Crosby. I tweeted this earlier. I don't think it was funny enough to keep up, so I deleted it instantly. But David Crosby, he died the way he lived, trying to divert attention away from Phoebe Bridgers. Because <laughs> the Boy Genius cover came out tonight. Or today. Um, I am a huge Crosby, Stills, and Ash fan. Honestly, a huge solo fan of his solo music. I think he's a bad person, but R.I.P. Um, well, he died today. He died today, for, for real. Um... Yeah, shout out Phoebe, and uh, I think she'd be. I'd a probably great go with Lucy. I'd probably you know land on Lucy more more so than the others. That's a but... good move. I think Phoebe's great. I love her music, but I think she's a little oversaturated. And I think a Lucy Dacus Bond. Nobody's fucking seeing that coming. Coming. What's the other person's name? Julian Baker. Yeah. She's too sad. She's too sad to be Bond. She made tattoos. Never... Yeah. You know, the in post issues of that. Yeah. Uh, but again, she could that. be the gadgets person. There you go. Maybe they're all Bond, actually. They're, they're sisters. We're lovers. Yeah. Um, Allie, who's your Bond of the Week? Or My whatever. Bond of the Week is inspired by the calendar behind me, which is for Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> I saw on TikTok that it calendars from 2006, the dates match up with 2023. So I went on eBay. So my Bond of the Week is Lindsay Lohan. That's... Damn. That's like maybe the best bond of the week in history. Your your New Year's resolution is to live 2023 as if it's 2026 or 2006. Yeah, I'm buying all low rise pants again. Watch out, world. It's not a bad it's not a bad move. I think that that's a really interesting way to back your way into having a bond pick. Uh, <laughs> I, I I always get uh. Herbie fully loaded, confused with like a blackout drunk Herbie Hancock. I don't know who Herbie Hancock is. Do you know? Wired asks, does dry January really make people healthier? Abstaining from alcohol can have immediate benefits, but lasting gains is where you make lasting change. 
You know, I actually have Fuck a- Fuck you th- guys! <laughs> I, 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 I have a thought about this, which is over Christmas break, I was uh, hanging out with my two friends at his parents' house. And one of his favorite things to do when he's at his parents' house, maybe you're a little high, whatever, is turn on Fox News, take advantage of having <laughs> like- a table. Um, well, I haven't heard anything you've said because you really just have learned to power through the bullshit on the show, and it's impressive. <laughs> it's impressive to be. What did you actually just <laughs> Sorry. So just know that me and a few of my friends were a little high. We're watching Fox News, mostly for the ads, because they're just incredible if no one's ever seen the late night Fox News ads. Turns out there was this like show on, I want to say it was called Gutfeld, and we're like two minutes into watching it, and I'm like... This is essentially the HeadGum podcast. <laughs> no. This guy, he shows like a screen and he's like, uh, you know, 30, 30% of adults report that they spend more time than they really need to in the bathroom just to avoid their family. Thoughts? <laughs> the only difference is the follow on jokes from the other people present are far more off color. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they're like, ah, oh, you would too if you lived with my wife, blah, blah, blah whatever. Well, that's um, funny. Yeah. That's just comedy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was like, hey, this is like kind of similar. And I know you've struggled explaining it to people. So you could be like, hey, it's kind of like the Fox Gutfeld. News. Gutfeld. So Gutfeld, yeah. What does Gutfeld mean? Is that somebody's I, name? I think he's like some former wrestler guy. Mm-mm. Weird. Um... Per Vulture, 25 years later, no one knows who spiked the Titanic chowder oh. with PCP. I didn't even know that was a thing. This I can speak on. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. Please. About it was you. <laughs> no. uh, guilty. <laughs> I did a thing. That would be so funny if that's how they came out with it. Did a thing. Yeah. Um, I think it was a, I, I, rumors I think are pointing to a disgruntled crew member who hated James Cameron, but the most important piece of that story that's really important to include is that the old woman, old Rose, who drops the necklace at the end, not involved, had a different lunch that day. How, and how do you know that fact? Because I've read every article about this incident. Okay. It was obviously my first question. Like, what about, what about this lady? Yeah. I don't want her to trip and not realize it more than anybody else. In a submarine? Are they were they underwater or above water? No. Okay, so it happened their last day of filming in Nova Scotia. And and it's like uh, no underwater scenes, but No, no, but uh there was uh, a crew, well, I rumors say disgruntled crew member who just like poured a ton of PCP into the shared crew lunch, which was chowder. Disgusting. Ugh. It's disgusting. So everybody ate their chowder and then tripped balls the rest of the day. And it was like an intense spectrum of reactions. Like some people were vomiting off the side of the fake ship. There was like a, a conga line going through like every, some people were weeping. Some people were like, I think making out like it was just a crazy drug adult like fest aboard the titanic which by the way for shooting they only could make half of the boat because it's so expensive so it's yeah. really just half the ship i mean you can die from having too much pcp right probably that's that's fucked up no it was that's that's a that prank couldn't happen now 
Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't make the office nowadays, and you couldn't spike chowder with BCP anymore. No, I don't think. I think it's now officially uncouth. But back then, you could get away with much more. Until about a third of the way through that, I thought we were talking about this got spiked on the actual Titanic. <laughs> Me too, at first. But then I remembered the story that I read like three weeks ago. <laughs> um, why didn't the people at Jonestown or in Jonestown uh, drink Jones, the soda? They could have spiked anything is my point. Or like a malt. You know, it's your last meal. It's your last drink. You don't want to have like a milkshake. Have you ever worked at a concession stand? I worked at a cafe. Making malts is really time intensive. For that big of a village, got to stick to powder. powder. I mean, they're about to die. Like they have literally all the time in the world. That cult leader, leader's not taking the time to like whip up multiple blenders to satisfy everybody with a malt. It's just not practical, Jeff. <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! Nobody's ever talked to me like that before. <laughs> You've humbled me this day. During when I first moved to L.A. and I was very unemployed and had so much time on my hands, uh, I knew it was really time to, like, figure it out when I went to the Museum of Death on a Monday morning. And that's why <laughs> I went to Jonestown. I was like, don't open up this place, Allie. Don't. <laughs> Are you feeling better now? Yeah, no, I've since gotten a job and I'm doing better. But yeah. Did, was, did, did you something. get there before the hours opened? Oh, yeah. I was like, like waiting outside. Sorry, my computer's lagging. And so that should have happened three seconds earlier. The yeah, Zoom no, is I, fine. I was door outside waiting for them to unlock so I could go learn. Incredible. Um... According to Grub Street, Gen Z is housing en masse martinis. Hither, then, thither, left, and right. What is your guys' cocktail of choice? Let's start with Joel. I like a classic whiskey sour, whiskey ginger. Something that makes people think you know what you're doing. That's cool. Uh, I go with a um, mezcal old-fashioned. And That's everyone will cool drink. Everyone loves when I say it. <laughs> it's just like it is the drink. It is cool. I feel like that's also blending your environs, right? Because you're from San Diego, kind of a mezcal, or at least Southern California, because I haven't lived in San Diego, but I, it's like a very mezcal town, LA, at least. So I assume that that extends to Southern California. And then I feel like New York City for sure, but also upstate, it's kind of more of an old fashioned territory. You've blended the two. I would say Dane Cardiel is a mezcal old fashioned. Go to take a quick break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Guys, if you had an extra hour in your day, how would you spend it? Because I would absolutely fix all of my problems with the extra hour. That's the issue is that there aren't 25 hours in the day. So I can't become a better version of me. Does that make sense? But maybe you would want to go for a run or go for a nap or go for reading a book because a lot of us spend our times 
wishing that we had more time in our day. And the question is, time for what? Because if time was unlimited, how you would use it would infer your mental health and your happiness and your joy. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I'm in therapy every week. Uh, I've definitely benefited from it, and uh, I would highly recommend it to anybody who has access to it, and BetterHelp makes it easier. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy for what makes you get joy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash what's that today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what's that. Thanks, BetterHelp. Guys, taking care of your health isn't always easy, right? But it should be simple. That's why for the last three years I've been taking AG1, just one scoop and a cup of water mixed around every day, no exceptions. And it helps me feel, you know, energized, focused, ready to take on the day like I'm doing one powerfully healthy habit that's also powerfully simple. I know that AG1 gives my body high-quality nutrition because every batch goes through a rigorous testing process so that you know it's safe. And their ingredients are sourced for potency, absorption, and nutrient density, all of which is very important and you don't always get with other leading nutrition brands. I like to drink it first thing in the morning. I'll have a, a glass of water, I'll have my AG1, and then I'll have my coffee. And it gets me set off to take on the day uh, and to be centered and to feel like I did at least one good thing for my health. And if you do that every day, it has compounding effects. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. That's why we partnered with them for so long. So if you want to take ownership of your health, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash what's that? Again, that's drinkag1.com slash what's that? Check it out. And we're back. You know, when you're hosting the show, you kind of have to be like, what's a good cut point, right? What's an edit point? What's the funniest thing that's been said for 10 minutes? And that's the best thing to like go to the break on. You know what I mean? Did we get to hear Allie's oh. drink, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's cut the let's cut the ad right before Allie gets a chance. Yeah. What is your drink of choice, Con? Uh, similarly to Joel, I like a whiskey ginger ale. I dated a guy once in college who introduced me to that drink, and it's the one thing I took from that brief relationship. So yeah. now, like, I genuinely like it, but then when I have it, I'm like, ugh, ugh, memories. Uh, a Harvard study found that deep relationships, quote unquote, are the key to a longer life. Um, how do you guys develop and then foster and nurture deep relationships? Let's start with Joel. You know, it, it takes doing the work. You gotta show up, it takes consistency. Consistency is key. You got to reach out to people. You know, you can't always be waiting for people to reach out to you. You got to text them. Hey, what are you up to this week? Let's make dinner together. Um, you're texting. Are you, doing, are you asking that? Sorry. Yeah, that was rude. Um, continue. I, I got nothing else. You, you got to. 
not you got to pay attention to people when they're talking (laughs) that helps uh something that's in for me this year is a pop-in but you need to have the deep relationship i think for the pop-in to work so like the quantity of pop-ins I can do in 2023 will correlate to the deep relationships that I have. Like just going to someone's house and saying, hey, and hanging out for an hour or two. That is frightening, I think, to 99% of Americans today. Yeah, and we got to We got to do more pop-ins. I like that, actually, because one of the best nights that I not nights uh, afternoons that I had last fall was my friend Sarah was like, Hey, my washer dryer is broken. Can I come over and do laundry at your place? She comes over. My other friend was going to come over anyways, and we were going to get lunch. And then we were just like, because of Sarah's pop-in, we just all got lunch. And it was great. Um, that's that's really that. Nice. What's that? I said that's really nice. Yeah. It is earnestly nice. Yeah. I, and I, I agree with both of you guys. I, I think it's it, love is a verb. It's about active intent. And I'm a big fan of small acts of service coupled with like, you know, a heart to heart. Then I know we're really good friends. And I'm pretty it's I'm I'm pretty I'm an oversharer and it's easy for me to just say things about myself very fast and the hope that, you know, maybe we'll see what sticks. But when I have someone else reciprocate that and meet me. Oof trying to go then i feel uh like we are in a shared place of understanding and intent absolutely i'm the same way of like i i kind of lost interest in surface level friendships and some people just can't give you that which is fine but you know setting your own boundaries i'm like i don't want i can't be friends with you in the way that you think we're friends i can be like i know that person we're not friends because we don't participate in a shared vulnerability right i don't know anything about you jack (laughs) <laughs> I Sorry. don't like friend breakups though. I think that's super cringe. Like like sitting down with a friend and saying we can no longer be friends. I've never done that in my life. Me either. Maybe. I've you seen that as like a trend. Like you just like part ways, but this yeah. whole like oh, I thought this was a deep relationship. It wasn't reciprocated. So I need to tell you you're no longer a person in my life. Uh, I move on, that. sweetie. <laughs> Joel, are you listening? That was you telling me to move on. <laughs> here we go. I can't share my screen right now because my la- I'm afraid my laptop's going to freak out. But here's the audio. It's the unsinking of the Titanic. Time to coincide with the movie's 25th anniversary. The film's director is trying to finally slam the door. <laughs> on that age-old question about the door. Did Rose hog it when Jack could have fit? Room on that door for a family of four, argue critics, adding pooches to prove the point. But now Nat Geo presents a scientific reenactment. Using stunt doubles plastered with sensors floundering in cold water, this is the teaser, they consulted an expert on hypothermia. Within eight minutes, Jack would have been unconscious in that position. And by the way, director James Cameron told reporters, it's technically not a door. It's a piece of paneling from the first class lounge. Yeah, well, whatever it was, it's been put to the test before. I think Jack's death was needless. Mythbusters determined that if only they'd tied Rose's life jacket underneath the wood, the additional buoyancy could have supported them both. 
But director Cameron was unmoved. He has to die. The dude's going down. Cameron compares it to Romeo and Juliet. In the famous line, you say, I'll never let you go, Jack. I'll never let go. I promise. But you do. I lied. This is one movie controversy that just won't sink. <laughs> Colbert and Kate Winslet... Come on, darling, there's room for two! ...have already That's done funny. their own reenactment, and no <laughs> lifeboats were needed. Why All hands so on desk. Yes! Mose, CNN, New York. Comments? I don't know. <laughs> I would have never thought to tie the life jacket underneath the the wood. I... Too many steps. Yeah, that's a weird thing for Mythbusters to be like, they should have just done this thing everyone would have thought of. I wouldn't have thought of that. No, I'm not taking off my life jacket. That seems to be step one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I guess think... this is more of a Titanic. Sorry. No, it's a, I just I've. He was going to die. And what is she supposed to do? He's dead. Keep his body there and hang out. Swim over to the mm -hmm. captain with him to go get the whistle. That was never going to yeah. happen. I really can't agree more with Allie right now. It's kind I of. Bet her, I bet her life was better, too, after the fact. Honestly. <laughs> like, that was a fling. That was a moment. That was a summer camp rendezvous. She had much better relationships. Yeah, who cares about Jack? <laughs> Holy I guess shit. this dateline, I don't know where that came from, but um that was Jeannie Moose, my favorite CNN reporter. Or at least top 3. That's really sweet of you <laughs> to rank them constantly, yeah. <laughs> uh that was it for news of the day. Uh, the rest was just waxing. So I was wondering, maybe we could talk about your ins and outs, Allie. Do you want to do you want to read them out and then we can discuss? Because they yeah. they were earnestly very good. They were everybody did them this year, which I did not like. Yours were good, and I mean that truly. Like yours were the only ones that I was like, oh, this is funny. Oh, that's actually poignant. I agree with that. That's cool. You seemed like an arbiter, at least of taste, but if not a lot of different other things. Let me try to find it if anyone else wants to to go. I mean, hey, maybe I got this screenshot on deck. Yeah. You have it pulled it up already? Oh my gosh, come on, guys. Oh, I actually have it. Okay. Okay, number one, in. In for 2023. Expanded flower budget. Important. I agree, I but think you, you got it. What's that? I was gonna. I was gonna ask, like, what's your routine though? Is it like, you know, a Sunday, you know, before the farmers market? Is it a random Tuesday? I'll do. So I love a Sunday flower at the farmers market, but also anytime I'm at the grocery store, when I yeah. throw something in my cart, it always makes me feel better after, and then mm -hmm. I feel like I'm living in a, my house is now a home, and by mm -hmm. house I mean a party. <laughs> I like to imagine Allie walking through a Gelson's airpods in just like it's time to make your house your home pick up the phone and then yeah you grab a bouquet of peonies uh number two dinner parties 
the pacing of this episode is crazy. Like yeah, this I mean, is I'm somehow somehow I'm the host now. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a thought on this. I'll, yeah. I'll you know I'll, I'll jump in. Um, personal chef dinner parties. Ooh. Yeah, that is like a good power move. I think where it's like not that much more expensive. You yeah, know, like than getting pretty, takeout. Yeah. Well, it's going to be expensive, but like no. it's an experience that I think would be as expensive as a nice restaurant, right? Yeah. Dan, Dan I feel like you live the life that I want to live when I'm your age. I haven't done a dinner party yet like that, but oh. Well, I've been I've been to one. It was lovely. Well, you you live where I want to live when I'm in my 30s. I guess is my point. Well, I might be renting my house by then, so that could work. That could work out. What's your address? I almost gave it. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I found it. If we want it, <laughs> Joel has had it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe me? What? You didn't believe that these were actually on your list after I said them. No, I believed them. I was, I was like, when I, I remember doing flowers as the first one, and when you said it, I went, "Aw," in my head. Aw. Yeah. Uh, what's next? Uh, what's the second one? Um, second one was dinner parties. I'm just gonna choose the other ones that I like. Yeah. What do you like? Got, uh, aperitivos. That was mm-hmm. one of them. Important. Yeah. Important. Imported. We're talking Italian amaro, amari rather. Uh, for the road slash ages. Well, maybe not for the road because it is alcohol. You've also already done the large sunglasses one. Yeah, I'm over tiny sunglasses. I don't look good in them. Yeah, these are too wide for my face. Continue. I liked, well, I liked niche movie nights because I had a <laughs> watch party last year because I was realized I'd never seen Les Mis, the movie. And I was like, when the hell am I ever going to take the time to do this? It's like a four-hour thing. Yeah. And the only way I would do it is if I, like, created an event around it so i invited a bunch of people to my house to watch les mis and i only served a loaf of bread yeah <laughs> great yes. it was really fun <laughs> that's very funny i like when people do shit like that my friends just did like a heather's table read for no reason yeah uh, awesome. and i had a panic attack so i didn't end up going <laughs> oh, no. but uh that's that that's that cool stuff i don't know why i said it like that that's the uh, cool shit. That's yeah. that cool shit. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. <laughs> um, Joel, what else you got? What else does Allie have? We should say. Search for a signature scent. Mm. Do you guys have a signature scent? Allie, have you found it yet? No, I'm always looking though. I keep trying things, and I I have a lot of per. It's also I have to figure out like a budget situation because perfumes. You're very- not, it's so expensive, and I'm very scared to take a risk. And Here's don't what forget I you just expanded the flower budget. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at least perfume lasts. Flowers are fleeting. I'm not arguing for perfume over flowers. I just think you can justify the price a little bit more. Here's what I'll also say. Layer, right? Because everybody wears, you know, certain things and, you know, everybody smells the same. You got a layer. So it's like, that smells good. And like this one thing I've smelled before, but there's that extra little sauce, right? It's that salt bay thing, which Dane and I understand because people come up to us on the street. They say, are you salt bay? We say, how dare you? Absolutely not. And that's why Dane lived upstate because he got it too much on the streets of Brooklyn. You got to get away from all the attention. Citrus herbal musk for me. <laughs> 
by Everybody's natives. trudging through the humidity of me today. No, not I'm at so all. impressed. No, I you, uh, definitely at all. And it's impressive. Citrus herbal musk? Yes. It's great. It smells good. But I need a scent, too. But that's yeah. probably 2024 for me, to be honest. <laughs> I would love I'm I would love to be maybe that's my new goal my my resolution for this year is I want to be someone where you walk by and someone goes you smell really good. Mm. Yeah. I mean that's like one of the hottest things that anyone can do if you have cash. It's true. Yeah, I want I'm going to buy pheromones. Yeah. Done off? No one's ever said that to me. Are you but- okay? Me neither. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not so into the... I, I've never had a signature scent. I like always buy deodorant and wear it 75% of the days. And that's that. I did have that, 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 that phase of like in high school where if I use cologne, that's going to increase my chances with women. What a... Ugh. It was a traumatic experience. Probably why I don't go back to Cologne or anything like that because it's just skeevy. There was a really powerful and beautiful time in 2007 when I feel like all of the boys in my grade smelled like Hollister and Abercrombie mm-hmm. stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, got, I fell prey to the Hollister thing, but yes. uh, it, you know, it doesn't work when you're like a 13 year old chubby kid like it just doesn't work you're not Fitch let alone Abercrombie you're not that guy pal trust me you're not that guy let's keep it going Joel let's talk about some of the outs I actually didn't screenshot the outs the outs were out for me um nice let's that must be what it feels like for you guys on this show. Like hearing Joel say that, I was like, yeah. why am <laughs> yeah, I in the Zoom? That must be how you guys feel every time I say anything, huh? Yeah, it's kind of interesting playing host. Is is the HeadCom <laughs> podcast out in 2023 or? Can it be out in 2024, please? Can we just get one more year? <laughs> I mean, it was a question That's for you. Have a renewal conversation with you. It's in for me. I really wait. What's that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, I have a ton of ideas for this year. So for me, it's in. I mean, I want. I I cleared up things in my schedule. Uh, I want to do a. I want to do a West Coast tour if possible. At the very least, I want to do a, a show. Uh, and then I also want to. I don't want to. I don't even want to talk about my ideas for it. I, I was. I was talking to Anya, Casey, Katie, and Marika about this last week. Yes. But I have an idea for like a mini thing, which I also don't. Even, I'm gonna cut this out because otherwise people are gonna be like, "Yeah, I haven't done it yet." I'm like, I'm fucking going to. It's just what I have in mind requires a little bit of money, and I don't have a lot of it right now. Uh, and the network's not gonna give it to me. Is that all we want to wax about? Is that all you liked about her ins and outs? Because that wasn't very many, Joel. And you said you loved it so much so that you screenshotted it. Yeah, yeah I really like the nightlights in the bathrooms one. Uh, <laughs> I did that. I got one. And it looks like a candle and it's light sensitive. So it only turns on when 
it's dark and it's like a little flickering flame. It's awesome. Because you also have candelabras on here. Oh, yeah. I'm really big into Phantom of the Opera decor. Opera core. Opera core, yeah. Phantom core. Phantom of the Opera core. Yeah. I love that arc for you. I'd love to see. So this is what you this is what your room looks like now. This is what you look like now. We'll check in on December. It's so it's it's January 19th. We'll check in on November 19th. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh I'm setting an actual reminder right now. Check in with Allie about Phantom of the Opera Core. Uh, part of what I'm hoping for is that I don't know what the fuck that means by November. Uh, <laughs> you know, make shirts make- for men, I think, is Phantom of the Opera Corps. Like, I feel yeah. like a lot of them had tucked in shirts. That's true. Make that November 19th check-in a pop-in. Ooh. Ooh. What's your address, Alec? You can call me daddy. Got <laughs> oh, uh, what a good callback, Joel. And we are at that moment where it is the 45 minute mark. What do you guys have to plug? What do you want to point the people to? The floor is y'all's. Let's go. Dane, Alley, Joel, hit us with it. Um, Twitter, Dane Cardiel, uh, find me there. Uh, I have like an announcement to make in like a month. So yeah, stay tuned. Are you leaving headgum? No. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, you can follow me at AliCon on all social media, but really I'm getting into Letterboxd and I'm loving it, so I don't care about anything else. I just care about that. Everyone, um, come to my party tomorrow. Wish Simone a happy birthday. Wish Anisha a happy drop day. Wish me, most importantly, a happy <laughs> And that's all I got. Uh, at Jeff Boyardi on Twitter, at Jeffrey James on Instagram. Um, this whole thing was Dawes, folks. We, uh, we're back in our stride. This is a great episode. Uh, 2023. That was a HeadGum original.